to R and Co Talk Radio, where beauty icons and influencers, thought leaders, salon owners, trendsetters, and more take the spotlight. R and Co Talk Radio. Welcome to R and Co Talk Radio. This is Allison Alhamid, and I am so excited to be here with my longtime friend and mental health expert, John Boucher, who actually goes by Johnny Boucher. I don't think I'll ever get used to calling <laughs> you Johnny. Um, John, will you tell everybody a little bit about Hope for the Day and what it's all about? Yeah. So at the forefront, Hope for the Day, we are a proactive suicide prevention and mental health education nonprofit. We're based here in Chicago, represented in 28 countries. And it's all about just being able to meet people where they're at. We live in a very reactive society when it comes to mental health. So our mission is to get ahead of that and talk about it on the good days and the bad days and do it in like different ways than uh, maybe some of our other community members haven't been doing. So we're the first ones to, you know, open up a coffee shop that 100% of the proceeds support our mission. You know, we have a beer with resources on it, which is kind of edgy. But we also just like pride ourselves on working with community members and in the community with them, just so we represent that community the best. And also get to understand how can we constantly just let people know it's okay not to be okay, which is also our, you know, awesome copywritten slogan. So, <laughs> so I've known you for like two decades, maybe longer. Yeah. Um, yes. It's well, been really we, amazing. We, we were <laughs> at, we celebrated Y2K together. That's right. You remember we did. this? Yeah. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> no, saying. no. Yeah. We go way back. Um, you know, this, you and I've been in touch quite a bit about hairdressers and salons and you do different work within the salon industry too, because hairdressers are by nature nurturers and they yes. surround themselves with people. They're constantly talking to one another they do really, really wonderful work with taking care of others, but they're not always the best at taking care of themselves. And right now with, you know, salons closing or reducing their hours of operation, a lot of people are home right now and a lot of people are alone. And it's scary, not only financially, but also it's kind of hard to take your own temperature and see, am I in a dark place right now? Like also dealing with all these anxieties and fears Mm-hmm. I thought it would be good to get on the get on this this podcast with you and kind of talk through what what that looks like, how to tell when you are in a dark place, and what you can do, you know, to put self care um, front and center. Yeah, well, I think it starts like just by taking a step back real quick and being like, well, regardless of coronavirus, we are human beings. We have brains. We have good days. We have bad days. We don't have to understand mental health from this perspective that a lot of us at Hope for the Day understand just because we've been in it, integrated in it, you know, so it's not about being like, this is what depression looks like, or this is what bipolar. It's like, if we all just take something that we all can relate to, right, which is a soda bottle. We all know what a soda bottle is. We all know it happens when we shake it up. And we understand that to take off the cap, which is necessary or it explodes. We look at that analogy as like, this is how we can address mental health. The fact that we understand that every single day, our bottle is getting shaken up, but we also have things that can help us Take that cap off, release, release, you know, that pressure because when the pressure does build up and we don't release that, that's when we see, unfortunately, people either harm themselves, take their lives, or unfortunately harm others too. Because we got to remember that even violence in our neighborhoods is driven by mental health. So if we understand that we're all the soda bottle, whether it's Coca Cola, Pepsi, if you're on that filter water kick like I am right now, we all have these pressures, but we also have the things that we tune into. And that's what our self-care gets to be really highlighted because also self-care can be real. There's some like good things, really good things. And then obviously there's some bad things. So in all this coronavirus 
atmosphere and what we've been really trying to dial in is what are we doing every day to take this one day at a time? And I think that's like the coolest thing that Tom Hanks first said when he posted on Instagram saying like, yeah, we got it, but we're going to take this one day at a time. There's so many things that are changing and we live in this 24 hour news cycle. So we have to go, what in the hell do I have around my house or like in my neighborhood that is safe for me to interact with? So I can take that cap off because I know everyone's bottle is being shook up right now. I mean, what's shaking your bottle, Allison? Like right now, I know my staff is like, yo, we're in this digital world now. How do we be as in front of people as possible and at the same time take care of ourselves? And I know for me, I have my tips and stuff, but like I'm worried about my staff too. And we got to be able to be good for the people we serve. But like what's shaking your bottle? Like what are some things that are like going on in your world right now? Well, professionally, it's, trying to be the best resource that R&Co can be. You know, as soon as we dig up information on resources and places to go for information, the, the situation has rapidly changed. You know, where we are today is so different from where we were last week and what's happening in the beauty industry. You know, the precautions of disinfection and sanitation were critical last week. And now the pressure's on to, you know, keep your doors closed and don't see clients. And so, we have to just be acting so quickly and it's not only being reactive, but proactive. And so how can we be a good resource for salons and stylists as they're, you know, panicking about the financial pressures of not being in business? Personally, right. you know, I am the mom of two small kids. My husband is immunocompromised, like we're nervous. And so there's, there's a big balance here of what's going on between being realistic with how you can operate, not business as usual, but still be a person, a human being, but then right. also taking care of your family and making sure everyone's okay. And we're very yeah. fortunate in that I have a corporate job and I can do it from home. But the reality is our audience at R&Co, they can't. They, they can't work from home. And so right. what can we do right now to make sure that we're taking care of, of our people? Right. Exactly. You got to be there for your people, like digitally, the people that you work with too. You know, we're all having a little time to communicate with also your family, right? There's a lot of similarities that are going on. And we've been really stressing people to say, hey, if you're going to re reach out to people, try to focus on what are you doing to take care of yourself? What are things that you're doing? You know, because we all have like that honeydew list that is totally safe to knock out while we're all like hanging out in our homes and our communities. But like, what are these other things that we tap into? Because if you're waking up and you're not feeling, let's say, very energized like you are, well, that might be because even though you got you slept, maybe you slept too long. We just can understand that. Like also right now, you know, we're all trying to support local businesses. So are we eating the healthiest? Sometimes not, you know, but at the same time, we want to help those local businesses that are just striving to stay open right now. There are so many things that we do have in our, our toolbox. We just need to identify those. You know, I'm so grateful that when I started touring all around the world and speaking for Hope for the Day and I was living out of a tour bus, which everyone thought was really cool, I slept like crap. So like I learned how to bring in yoga. So now I'm like, oh, okay, every day I get to tap into my yoga practice because it's right here in my home. As much as I wish I could go to my gym right now, I can't. I joked around about getting a Peloton. I was like, well, <laughs> it'd be fun. But I know that that's also even a privileged thing. So it's like, when we're talking to our friends in the service industry, we're saying, what's around you? You know, we have all this digital content. We have a lot of YouTube-based stuff. So we can tap into meditation. We can tap into just breathing exercises because those all help us reduce stress. And that helps take that cap off too. But I mean, reading, cooking, 
rejoicing, you know, like trying to think differently about this because we got to come to a very quick conclusion that life, as we know it, is kind of at a halt right now. And it's about how we approach it because everything is what's happening to your neighbor is happening to you right now. And it doesn't matter where they are in that social level. So how how are you just simply taking care of yourself? So, I mean, I got puzzles out. I got a guitar out. These are all just things that are out right now because I'm home alone and my partner, she's, you know, she's an occupational therapist. She has to be at the hospital all the time. So I know that when she gets home, I try to stay away from her so she can like do her thing because she's been dealing with this in a different demeanor. But at the end of the day, we come to this point where we're all dealing with it together. So, you know, it's about identifying if you're feeling a little vulnerable in one way, go outside, get some fresh air, open a window, let's tap into the things that make you happy. Because I think that that's how we create balance, right? And also, I've been telling people, write a list of things you want to do. Like, if you got to work, you can work, but work strategically, even with our team. It's work strategically. It's also focus on your time management. One, our, our senior director of workplace mental health, she's like, hey, everyone, here's a, t- a quick template of your day. I'd encourage you to fill it out and take action. Like, when are you taking time for yourself? When are you taking time for maybe your partner? When are you, taking, when are you working? Just build that structure out because that's right. Right now, we'll, we don't have that, right? A lot of people in your industry don't have that structure that they depend on both financially and also that community too. So how do you build that while you're in your home while taking care of yourself? Because it can't just be Netflix and chill, you know? Right. No, I think these are all really great pieces of advice. Stylists are so creative and they're artists. What are other outlets for their creativity that you can recommend? You mentioned things like puzzles and guitar. What about things like cooking and baking? What other things can they do? Absolutely. We're seeing so many people tap into like drawing and going back to that thing that we have that, that physical touch to. So I, you know, I I know that um, I've been drawing, I went to our office and I got big post-it notes and I'm, I'm planning things out both personally and for the organization, because right now I'm responsible for a lot of people. Our coffee shop staff are just like the folks in your industry, too, is that right now they're not working. And there's a lot of vulnerability going around. So I said, hey, do what you need to do. And they said, Johnny, can we work on the, the mural in the hallway of the coffee shop? I was like, go for it. It's a little safe place for them. So I suggest tap into whatever you haven't been able to tap into a long time, because we always put life first. So cooking. I was cooking up a storm yesterday, and I'm, I'm completely plant-based. So it's a lot of fun that I'm not just ordering out from a local establishment. I'm also taking the vegetables and everything I have and being socially conscious and then also showing up at Trader Joe's like 45 minutes early (laughs) and being the first in line. But I also knew that there's 72 people when I walked in that door, right? So I'm taking care of myself from a food perspective, really understanding that you have a lot of things inside your house that you can get creative with. If you've never practiced things like meditation or yoga, here's a great opportunity. We have YouTube at our fingertips. And I just think that people, if they identify a couple tips for themselves of like what they want to do, put together that list of just what are a few things you want to invest your time in because it is so unhealthy for us to just scroll and scroll and scroll. And I think that the thing we need to talk about too is just what are some of the unhealthy things? Oversleeping, the scrolling 24-hour in, in a cycle, that's going to be there. And the reality is, is that we are, as humans, are being showed how much actually lack of control we have of our lives right now. So you just kind of hone in on those things, those little, little, little bit tips. But I think that if you start with a structure, you look to some of the things that you've always wanted to accomplish while you haven't had the opportunity because you had to go to work, take that time and take in the news appropriately, find your real sources. We, we've been directing people to go to the CDC, but 
it's all about just having these tools right in front of you. And also what something that I'm hosting tomorrow is I'm doing a digital happy hour with all my friends that I usually in- interact with on the weekend and just saying, That's Hey, so tap- cute. Yeah. I'm like tapping to hope for the day's zoom and here's your link. And we're just going to like post up. And my friend's like, Oh, this is so much fun. I'm like, yeah. So like make a little dinner by this time. And like, we're going to all have dinner together. That's simple ways that we can tap into it and be creative, but not just sit in there and be like, sucks, huh? Yeah, it does suck. Mm-hmm. But well, I love the, I love what you recommended. Like going, th- I love what you recommended, like going through the discipline of writing it down or having some structure because it, it, it is really easy to get lost. And all yeah. of a sudden you were on TikTok for two hours. And so I like the idea of limiting your screen time. You can actually set up through your phone uh, different screen time limits just so that you're aware, but that like this alert pops up and you didn't even realize you were in this internet black hole. So that's yeah. a really, really easy trap to fall into. Because it's so triggering too. We need to see the videos of the dog videos. We need to see the little funny videos of the kids that hurt themselves. Cause we know it's like out of good, clean fun, but we don't need to watch it all damn day. And we need more of what we're seeing in Italy, people being on their balconies, getting some fresh air, and also just trying to find that sense of solidarity, because it's very easy. If you go in that digital you know, black hole, if you just tuck away in your room and you, you sleep all day, it's very easy to feel over-isolated. And make sure that just because you're not working, that you do practice when you usually partake in happy hour and social things like that, too, because obviously... What we put in our bodies is, is important too. So I've actually been trying to like, get a lot of my friends just to say, hey, what are you cooking for yourself? And like, what are you eating? You know, because that's another way of expressing ourselves, right? But it's just about building that structure that we feel some normalcy because like I said, no, normal, I don't know what the hell that word means anymore. And I'm excited to find out what that does mean in the future. But right now, there's no point in using it, you know? Yeah, you know, and I feel like when this first, the quarantine first really came into effect, I think we were all a little indulgent. Maybe some people without kids slept too much, or maybe we all kind of scrolled too much and ate some junk food. And of course, this happens at the same time as like Girl Scout cookie season. And I'm definitely guilty of like breaking open a couple boxes. But Mm -hmm. yesterday I decided like it's time to get back on track. Like none of this is making me feel good. Like I enjoyed it while it was going on. And now I want to like regain some control over my day, over my my eating habits. So I started yesterday and today I feel so much better. And even though I'm not going anywhere, I also did some self-care things like moisturizing, exfoliating. I did the crown scalp scrub. I took off all my chipped off nail polish and I'm just kind of going as natural as possible. But really you know, shaving your legs, even though you're not going anywhere, it can just make you feel better. I did this study abroad trip when I was in beauty school to Japan. And we learned about while you're in cosmetology school in Japan, you learn how to wrap kimono because there is an aging population in Japan that's exponentially larger than um, Mm -hmm. in other countries. And so the students learn how to do things like going to an elderly person's home and you learn to shampoo someone's hair while they're lying down or wrapping them in kimono to make them feel beautiful because studies have shown that if you look good and you're pulling yourself together, that you feel exponentially better, your health is better, you can recover from illness quicker. That's amazing. I'm surrounded by plants. I don't know about you, but I am like surrounded by plants. I got this little urban jungle here in Chicago. And I'm trying to get people to understand that plants, face adversity too and they champion back and they you might lose some of your pedals but you if you keep 
taking care of yourself and keep nourishing yourself, it's so important that you just focus on that too, but do it in a practical manner. And because of where you and I live, we, we use you know, Imperfect Produce, which is also a great source of like still supporting a local business here in Chicago. Um, because like you're getting those veggies and stuff like that. And you don't have to face, you know, fight those lines, but I do encourage people to be kind when they're going out to places like Trader Joe's and not stomping your feet because they are maybe opening an hour later because they're trying to restock everything. But mm-hmm. even in that, you know, it's about like get creative with your food, try new things. You fall down and get back up because you're inside your home. So you're probably in a place where you can take care of yourself. Um, but I, I also have just been telling people tap into your atmosphere, right? So if you're going to work from home, like let it be your space, whatever it might be. And if you're not working right now, build your space too for your creativity and that you're not just putting this indent like Homer Simpson in the couch eventually, you know, because you need, you need mm-hmm. your blood flow going. If you're in the smudging, smudge the living crap out of your house right now, because it's just a good vibe. Light some candles, put on music. Like I always have music going all the time wherever I'm at. And it was obnoxious when Spotify told me how many thousands of hours I spent listening to music in 2019. But I was like, yeah, it makes sense. It's always there. It's that nourishing thing that sometimes that, that track that we didn't expect comes on and hits us in that moment that we need to be in. Because it's also about being in that moment and then allowing yourself to go, all right, you know, what am I going to do to change how I feel? Because it's okay to be in that moment and you want to be there, but it's just about learning from these little experiences. Because one of the coolest things, if you do have a roommate or if you do have a partner that you're living with, learn more about them than you ever have. And just keep an open mind because if you become so tunnel vision on the news and the what ifs, you're going to find yourself in a really hard place. But if you are finding yourself in that hard place too, feel free to reach out to Hope for the Day's website. We have crisis line, hotline numbers and stuff like that. They're not there if you're in a point of crisis. You need someone to simply talk to you reach out because that's what all these places are still very equipped to handle is because people need, need people right now. Knowing that so many of the signs and symptoms that somebody is in a really dark place, it's kind of hard to pick up on that if you're not with them person to person and we're all kind of isolating. We're all sort of in a dark place right now. What are some signs and symptoms that we can be looking out for, you know, to make sure that we're we're checking in on our strong people, you know, the ones that are thrive off of social atmospheres and really surrounding themselves with positivity. If they're not able to do that, how can we tell and really make sure that we're checking up on our people? Absolutely. We are in a beautiful place for this to be going on because of things like the Internet and being able to FaceTime someone. And I, I encourage people, we're doing a lot of texting right now, but I encourage people take time, build your little social hour and be like, all right, from, cause it's all about building that structure, so that schedule. So if you get off work, usually at five or six or what have you, or you close down at a certain time as long, usually tap into like what you'd be doing right then and there and try to FaceTime with some of your people and check in because we need to be able to look each other in the eyes. And it seems like this, if you are catching anything that you're usually not catching from this person, even in a time of distress like this, if people are feeling a bit more isolated and they are not as conversational, pop up and ask, like, how are they feeling? And, and here's the biggest thing, right? If, we, if we're going to become better listeners, which I hope we all do over this process, we have to learn that we can't save everyone and building out a little sandbox for us to take care of ourselves is like the people who are asking is very important. But 
asking things like, hey, you know, what are you doing to take care of yourself? You know, we want to make sure that like our friends are showering. And it's interesting because like, we're like, oh, well, we're going to be home. Like we can just like lounge, like change your clothes every single day. And if you are seeing like your friends are wearing the same shirt when you FaceTime them four times, be like, yeah, when was the last time you showered? You know, like, like you said, like just, you know, that, that fresh shaved leg is something that is so vital to our everyday ebb and flow. I I know when I'm having a bad day, sometimes a shower is the best thing for me. But also if friends are starting to be very concerned with, you know, the atmosphere that they're in or like, the internet and uh, did you read this? Or if you say that, you know, this is all because Bill Gates did this, like stuff like that. You have to understand that we're all taking this in differently. So that's that point in time again to ask, Hey, what are you going to take care of yourself? And then you can lead by example and be like, yeah, so I crushed a 500 piece puzzle today while listening to Miles Davis, you know, and they'll be like, Oh, I didn't think about that because we also, if we're only taking things in digitally right now and like the digital hole and it's all scary, our mind is not going to be like, well, what should we do? We have to tell ourselves that, you know, like, what should we, what, what can we do? And sometimes we just need to be influenced by people. And that's what I think that mm-hmm. it's, it's understanding that, but also knowing that if someone's saying that they're having a rough time, just knowing that you can reach out to get some great resources and and there are people that you that people can tap into from a professional standpoint too. There are still people that are working and are helping manage people's lives because we need people, right? And so it's just important to say, all right, if someone needs a little help, I told someone, hey, if you want, I'll come by, I'll cruise over. Like, I'm not coming to your house. Just open your door and I'll stand in like your yard or on your porch. Let's have a cup of coffee. We can do certain things like that to make sure that we're still seeing people. And I think it's important that whether it's face through FaceTime or simply getting to know your neighbor, like I told our landlord, I was like, hey man, I'm gonna hit our group chat because we have three different households in here. And I'm going to ask if everyone wants to do like the back stairs right by the laundry machine, if everyone wants to like have beers, you know, because I went to a, I went to a couple of local breweries stocked up and I just want to see people. But it's all about understanding that if you see something, you say something because simply people want to be heard and we need to listen. But we also just need to understand that it's not our job to toss them into a diagnosis. It's just there to guide people. And people will play a couple different roles. They'll play the victim. They'll play the explorer, they'll play, you know, the, the leader, they'll, they'll also sit there and be an absolute wonder. And I think that because this changes so rapidly every single day, it's once again, goes right back to how are you taking care of yourself? What, what are you doing you know, differently? And yo, do you want to do a happy hour <laughs> later? Like, do you want to do something like that? Just think differently because that's what we're being asked to do right now. Cause we're, we're totally living differently. But one of my favorite things, because if you are diving into the digital world right now, and one of my favorite things is all the stuff that Google has been doing. The fact that you can go to all these art museums and you can kind of like just kind of exist in some of these beautiful places with all this beautiful art. We need to be visually stimulated. So if you are finding yourself in that digital world, go tap into that. Go cruise any museum you want to. I went to two museums in Amsterdam yesterday from the lovely oh that's so cool I love that I (laughs) love that I like that visual stimulation you can't just be staring at a wall or out the window um I also love you know poking around the hope for the day website 
I like that not only do you stress it's okay not to be okay, but that there's no shame in asking for help and that there's tools and treatments to respond, treat, and manage mental health issues. And John, Mm -hmm. I can't thank you enough for joining us today. I love everything that you shared and you guys poke around the website. There's lots of resources here, including finding courses, signs that someone might need support, and how you can be supportive. Yeah, we're going to be hosting a bunch of online webinars too for people to tap into. It's beautiful. So everyone's welcome. Thank you so much, guys. Hopefortheday.org is where you can go to learn all the information. Thanks again, John. Much love. As promised, we're going to bring you a joke in every podcast episode. And this one comes from another cameo request from comedian Devin Green. I love telling clients that their secrets are safe with me, mainly because I can't hear them. If they only knew how loud the hairdryer was. When you need good hair, there's a place to